You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. For runners, by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And it's the Run Duo. Duo. What's up, India? What's going on, guys? We got episode 13. 13. Yes. And it's race week yes, for it India. Is. It's race week, guys. Super now, hot. My name is Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And we actually have a guest, guest coming on later. She's mm-hmm. a triathlete. So we got a great interview coming. But yes, before yes. we even get to that. You know before, we got some stuff. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. But first, <laughs> yes. how you feeling? It's race week. I am very excited. Super nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I am literally stalking the weather. <laughs> stalking the weather. What it look like right now? Listen, so Friday was 59 and clear. Yesterday, it was 70 and thunderstorms. Right now, it's 69 and thunderstorms. So, I'm a little... um. I'm a little nervous now, you know, at the moment right now, as we're, we're doing this, 67 with a little lightning strike around over the clouds. So, so is that what it is at this moment, or is that what you're looking at for? For Sunday. For Sunday, okay. That's what it looks like for Sunday. Oh, maybe lightning? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, okay. I, I you need, okay, you need to put that down. Stop I, looking at it. I have been stalking <laughs> Stop for the last couple days. Okay. I understand so, what you're doing, but you, you, you bought your plane ticket, you going. I'm going. Did you hear there's a hotel strike? What? In Chicago? No. Like the um the maids and stuff are striking. You haven't seen that? For this weekend? No. Well, I'm not staying at a hotel. So. Okay. Yeah, I got cool. you. Oh, yeah. I got some friends in higher. I got some friends in higher places. Yeah, that's probably why you didn't see it. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah, that's probably why you see it. Okay, cool. Well, the way that, I mean, hotels sold out. Literally, if you run Chicago, if you get in for 2019, book your hotel as soon as you get the entry. Because literally, hotels sell out the year before. I'm not lying. The year before. Oh, yeah, I understand. And um, I would recommend this. I know a lot of people like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and reserve the hotel. Even before our entry, I wouldn't do that. I'd wait don't until wait till you get the entry. Till the entry. Well, that the reason is mm-hmm. a lot of people reserve them thinking yeah. they're gonna get in and, and don't and don't then cancel. Yeah, exactly. Same exactly. thing happened with the plane tickets. Plane yeah. tickets went down because a lot of people. Oh, they sure did. Yeah, I snatched my plane ticket with like a month. It wasn't even a month out. I just got it a couple weeks ago. Exactly. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, it's, but yes. I, but as far as the hotels, and it's also because hotels are ridiculous. Like literally, I was getting three night hotels and it was gonna run me sixteen hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. So y'all want to snag them while you can, and you know they, it is gonna be pricey regardless yeah. but you want to snag it when you can well all i can say is um i have i ran chicago once um i went and cheered someone i ran and cheered heather um brownlee once and enjoyed myself thoroughly both times it's a great city it's yes. a great marathon um there's some there's gonna be some great racing going on at the yes. front with mo fair and, 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 and rup yes. so that's gonna be fun uh for people that Who get to see that you know, everybody wants to th- jump on the Mo Fair train, but Galen is a seasoned marathoner. Mar- uh, Mo Fair he, is not. He, uh, I don't think Rupp has as many under his belt, but you know, you are right, Mo Fair. He's usually track work. Yeah, so he's, it does and look it makes different. a difference. Yeah. And as we can tell by Kipchoge, yeah. it re- even though you know, Mo Fair might have been killing Rupp on right. the track, yeah. it could be totally different in a on marathon. The, and, yeah, on the roads, on the streets. Yeah, so, so totally um, makes sense. It, it should be interesting. I, I, you know, because I've gone to Chicago, I yeah. don't think I've ever watched it on TV, so I'm going to have to find a way to watch it. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm going to have to see. I'm going to look for you. Look for me. Download the app. <laughs> so for those that, so of course there is a Bank of America Chicago um, app that you can download. Um, anybody that may be running the race, you can put in the person's name, the participant's name, and you can track them along the route. So that's definitely an option. So, Tommy, I've had some people asking me about tips because I did run Chicago last year. Some tips in regards to Chicago. So I do have a few that I want to just kind of put out there. Mm-hmm. Some of them may be what some people say self-explanatory, but it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the first ones is there. it's a super fast course. And mm-hmm. I just say fast course because it's flat. But... People underestimate a flat course. It is still difficult. Mm. A flat course is still difficult because you, you don't have the the mental release release and the transition of muscles when you go up a hill and down a hill, right? Mm-hmm. And so mentally, people think that it is easier because there's no hills, but you're also working a lot of the similar same muscle groups. Mm. So yeah. with that being said, be careful when you take off. Don't take Ramping. off too fast. Yes, cramping happens, mm-hmm. so make sure you have your electrolytes, salt tabs, mm-hmm. whatever you need to be using um, to help with that. So don't go out too fast. And then also the first, I would say, six miles, 
there's a lot of crowd support, like ridiculous crowd support, which obviously we know makes you go faster. Yeah. So um, you want to ensure that you are being cognizant of the crowd support, not taking off too fast. Also, fortunately yet unfortunately, there's a lot of turns on this course. True. So there's a lot of left, right, whatever. Mm. So there's not a lot of straights. So that means that you need to run tangent. Obviously, we're running 26.2 miles, so you don't want to be running anything extra over mm. that. So ensure that you're running tangent. Usually they do have a little line out there. You're not going to be going with the road because if you do that, you're going to be increasing your mileage and you don't want to do that. I looked at my watch earlier and I think I think mine said that I did 27.73 yes. last year. Now, so be okay. careful. So, okay, <laughs> you, you know Gary. Yes. So Gary just, he's, he's this, he's thinks that actually it is longer. Okay. That's what he's saying. I think it's actually longer. Honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with because I don't think I've met anyone that's run Chicago that it didn't come out longer than the, right. the marathon distance. We have I, to be careful with the buildings. Though. Well, I think a lot has to do with the blocking of your your GPS. Right. I think that has a lot to do with it. Why it people's comes up kind of kind of wonky too. Yeah. So that def- totally is true because I was actually looking at my Garmin time from last year and I was uh-huh. looking at the mile breakdowns. And it said at mile two and mile four, I ran mile two, I ran a five thirteen, and mile four, I ran a nine fourteen. <laughs> that shit may happen. <laughs> oh, trust me, it had me like, running like a seven flat. Right. I was like, so, okay, yeah, of that's course, incorrect. You know, for those that are wearing GPS watches, mm-hmm. your GPS may be a little off, so it may throw that. But be careful with that. And I, I would honestly say, if you can, just go plain, just plain digital watch. And just try to mm-hmm. keep keep time yourself right. because, like I said, it, it because of the buildings, it really right. messes with your GPS. And if you're somebody that really needs yeah. the GPS, don't don't wear it. So but gonna, the, it's gonna yeah. mess you up. But the thing about it is, is that looking. I mean, the time is not going to change. So if you just look at your time versus the pace, like if you're looking yeah. at your average pace, that's going to be off. Yes. But if you're looking at the time calculated, that will be correct. Yes. I personally am going to wear, I on my major races, I wear a race band. Uh-huh. Um, and that has my predicted times for each mile. So, well, it does 5K, 10K. It, kinda, yeah. it breaks down each yeah. mile because I have a goal time and it breaks down each mile. So it gives me time versus pace. Yeah. And so that will help me out a little bit more if you're looking at t- overall time versus pace. So Well, and also... Another great thing about Chicago is the mm-hmm. expo. It's one of the best oh expos goodness. I've ever been to. It is very good. And of course, because I'm a Nike fanatic, they have a huge <laughs> Nike store. So huge Nike store at the expo as well as in Chicago. Yes. Um, that is not far from majority of the hotels that are there. So it is a pretty decent expo. You're yes. right. And the Nike store is going to be a feeding frenzy. Trust me. Yes. As soon as the, the jackets come out, yes, it they, is. they get it in is there hard, usually, y'all. It's usually a lot going on. So, um, also, don't forget, after, speaking of the expo, if you are a person that likes to visualize the course, they do have a big TV-type situation posting where there is a course turn-by-turn type look. Some people like that. For me, it makes my anxiety go up higher because I don't want to see it. But for those that want to see the course, some people say seeing the course, just visually seeing the course mm-hmm. makes you kind of get your mind right. Yeah. So if you do like doing that, that is at the expo. As soon as you kind of walk in, before you walk into the main area, you will see that. You'll be able to look at that. So that's Well, I mean, you, you know the course now. I do. You, I'm good. You, you, I'm good as yeah. far as that. Yeah. So, you know, and don't forget, there is, people also underestimate, there is one little blip or heel at the end. <laughs> right at the end. It's, it's right at the end, right before you get to the finish line. No, for our Atlanta runners, it is not a mountain like Atlanta, but it is a little heel, especially when you've just run 26.2 miles. Like, it's literally right at the end before you get to the finish line. Exactly. So, be cognizant of that. And then also, I know last year it was hot and humid, but if it does end up being rainy and, like, wind or anything, Anything of that nature. Just a little tip: get behind somebody that's a little taller than you, a different, <laughs> a different my, body mass than you, to kind of block that wind. Sometimes that works depending upon what area it comes from, what which, which way the wind is coming from. Mm-hmm. But just remember that. So that's just a couple of How things. How were the help bridges you on your year? So the bridges. So that was one of my other tips. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you were going for, but for me, I was very frustrated going over bridges or the grates in the road. They put down rug-like material on Uh them, on the carpet. And I felt like it sucked the energy out of me. (laughs) 
<laughs> going across them. And it was also, you had to watch your step. Cause it, yes. Like if you're used to running on the ground or the mm-hmm. concrete, like you, you could trip. I think I did trip once. Oh really? You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. it wasn't like a, uh, uh, like yeah. it wasn't like that, but I could tell that I was, you know, my, my gait was a little off. So okay. you do have to be careful. So for our speedy people that's going out there and running, be cognizant of the terrain out there and the going over the grates and the bridges because that is a little weird and it's different under your feet and you can trip. So be cognizant of that. Well, and also, and I mean, your year, I don't think it was that windy. It was a little windy by year. Yeah. And it was blowing the carpet up. Oh, no. So you're running and... You ever been in a bouncy house? Yes. Oh That's my what it was kind of like. Because, you know, in a bouncy good. house, it's mm-hmm. not really bouncing you, but you feel like you're pressing down, but right. there's nothing there. Okay. And you're just kind of going to the, yeah. to the grate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a little different. That was the only thing that I said about the race that I didn't really like was those, yeah, those the bridges. It was yeah. really weird. And I, those, I don't know if it'd be any better if they didn't have the carpet, but I, I'm not a big fan of the carpet. I, yeah, I'm not a fan of the carpet either. I don't know how it is, but it seems like they have so many of those great areas mm-hmm. and you just have to really be careful. So please be cognizant of that. But other than that, enjoy yourself. Don't forget to look around and see the scenery. I, last year when I ran Chicago, I passed the bean and didn't even realize it. So, but that was also because I was in excruciating pain. But enjoy your oh, surroundings. Oh, you mean after the race? No, like you pass it on the race route. And if oh, you're not paying attention, you miss it. You actually can see. See, I, in races, I don't see nothing. Different races. Races are different for me. There's been a majority of my races I zone out and I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I, I don't but see anything. But on some races where I really say, India, you're going you're you to enjoy, enjoy this, this. And you're going to yeah. make sure that you are, you know, being mm-hmm. in the moment and paying attention. But for those that can do that. There's some good sites you will pass the beach. Oh yeah, um, that you will see. So you know, just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, it, so. it's definitely a beautiful city. Um, yeah. Recommend get familiar with their public transit system. Yeah, uh, it's a great way to get around. I mean, of course, they have Uber. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they have Lyft. I didn't try Lyft when I was there. Usually they. I mean, yeah. if they have Uber, uh, yeah. they have Lyft. Uh, so they definitely have you know those other ways. Mm-hmm. But um, we took the trains everywhere, and it was great. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. that's definitely not a problem. Mm-hmm. So of course, again, prepare for all weather. Anything can happen. Cold, warm, whatever. Stuff keeps changing, but prepare for it all. Okay. Yes, I'm when excited. Leaving? I'm leaving early, super early Friday morning. Early Friday. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm not doing too much this week and I'm just, you know, relaxing my body, doing my stretching and all that stuff and I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yes, finally. And no backing out. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure happening. you're happy that all the big training is done. Oh yeah. I am definitely happy. It went by fast though. I can't yeah. believe it. I don't I, it's so weird to say that, but the 18 weeks actually went by fast. But I guess it's because I knew what I was up against versus yeah. last year I was like, "Oh my now, we do have an announcement. Yes! So, everybody knows that we are very big supporters of the Unity Collective, yes. The Race. The Race. And we were we are honored to be a part of a panel Yes. Um, that will be on Friday at the Expo. Friday, October 12th. What time are we going we on? We are going on at 5.30. Okay. And the name of the panel is Black Running in the Media. Yes. So, um, I know there'll be other podcasters yes. that will be on the panel as well. Some mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys know as well. But we're real excited. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's going to be great. You can, for those that have not seen us in person or don't, you know, have never met us in person, come on out so that you can meet us. That whole day is just going to be exciting. So, for those that are traveling in and doing things, there's going to be a couple different speaking moments and different people that will be coming in and a lot of different education that you can obtain at the expo. If you can, you know, if you're coming into town and you can just hang out at the expo, because there's panels all day. All and, day. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the guests that she's she's got, um, Tess has coming or the collective uh, has coming. I can't wait to listen to them. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. There's going to be some elites um, up there speaking of, of course, us as a podcast host. And a few of our guests. A few of our guests. <laughs> um, and then you will also, we will also have, there's going to be a mental health panel, which I'm excited about. Woo-hoo. One of my greatest friends, Dr. Ayana Abrams, will be doing that piece. So I'm really excited about that. So mental health in um, the running sector. So there's going to be some good stuff going on that day. So for people that can, all day Friday, October 12th, come on out. Tommy and I will be going up at 5.30. Yes, indeedy. Now, I actually am planning on being there most of the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm planning on um, trying to just record just some people. Just, you know, regular old people, what Mm -hmm. they think about it, why they signed up. Right. um, You know, that sort of thing. So, I'm going to try to do that so we can put together a little... A little behind the scenes, the race yes. um, podcast, maybe as we as we uh, you know once we we actually run it. I'm I'm really not looking forward to the race because <laughs> I'm really not in shape. But Tommy. if you have not seen <laughs> if you have not seen that medal, oh so listen. <laughs> 
So, you know, I've been so, like, trying to figure out if I'm going to do the half or the 5K, right? Okay. Why are you even... Why? Because I'm, I will be literally five days off of a full. So, I don't know what my body's going to be. We all know that I'm not 100%, like... Injury free, like I'm still mm, doctor okay. and IT yeah, man. Uh-huh. So, like, of course, with this marathon, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, with with the fact that I'm not sure, I don't know what's gonna happen in Chicago. I am praying for the best, and it's going to work out yes. well. So, I don't mm-hmm. want to, but of course, I'm a backer, and so I have, I have paid <laughs> and signed up for the half. But I don't know what's gonna happen. But the medal, though, I want the half medal. Like, I like the half medal better than the five k medal. I'm not. Gonna okay, who doesn't? It's it's, the, it is the medal to have. It is the medal to have. You, so, if you don't have that medal, the first inaugural medal yes. for the race on your rack, yes. I mean, that's going to be the medal that people going to come in your house and be looking. Like, oh, oh, oh you, got, you got New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, you got Chicago. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Where's the race? Right. You ain't got the race? Right. Yeah, they're going to leave your house. So, yeah, they will. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so I'll probably end up, you know, run, walk in the half, enjoying myself. I said I was going to stick with GK. You know they released the Pacers. Oh, is GK a Pacer? He's a three-hour Pacer. And I was like, maybe I'll just stick with him. I can I do it do in three too. hours. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in no shape to run a half marathon right. at all. So exactly. I, I, I'll be right there with so him. So he is the three. GK is a three-hour pacer. So I feel like he can, between fussing at me and being silly, we can get <laughs> we can get through 13.1. Now, you're going to give us a first-hand account of this. this um, Listen, this, this course? Route. Oh, my goodness. Wait, hold on. Before you go, okay. all I saw, <laughs> all on everybody. Y'all better get your mind right get for this. Your mind get right. your mind right for this So, course. of course, we have been advertising the race, and we want everybody to come out, regardless mm-hmm. of if you can do 5K, half marathon, walk, run, skip, whatever you have to do. India went to the race preview last weekend, and I got my behind handle to me. It was like that? It was hilly. But did you run the full? Did is, you run no, the whole I did, half? I, did, okay, I, did, okay. I, just, I did six of the, I did you did half six of the half, okay. right? So, but this is the thing. I think what also gets us runners that run in Atlanta kind of tripped up is that we're used to, we know the Atlanta city hills. Yes. Like, we mm-hmm. know those hills. We know yeah. when we go up 10th and Juniper, gonna, what's yeah. going to happen. We know the public trial. We you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we know those things, yeah. right? So, but I think we're going into a neck of the woods that races don't run yes. in. Uh-huh. And so, we don't know those hills. So, yeah. when we're turning and we're like, <gasps> and we're turning and we're like, okay. But it was... So for people that run in Atlanta, you're not going to be surprised because it's 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 Atlanta. It's Atlanta. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for those that have run in Atlanta before, it's Atlanta. So I would say, yes, it is hilly. Yeah. It is continuous rolling hills uh-huh. and a couple of mountains. Okay. And there's a nice little one at, at, at mile 13. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's all good. It's I mean, I'm good. not running for time, so. No, but this the thing about it is, is that it's not about the how hard the race mm-hmm. may be for you it's about the experience in the neighborhoods they were running in yes i will say this weekend when we were running when i was running it was good to see your boys on the on the corner mm-hmm. and your people out like people out on the front porch and yeah. they was looking like what's going on they was you know they was really like what's going what on doing? what y'all doing out here but that's what this race is about yeah. like getting in an area where people are not as athletic as yeah. you know as we are they're not getting out and about and like show them that we do this too. Like yeah. y'all can do this too. So I'm excited about that. And it is in areas that we wouldn't normally run. So we need to tear those streets up too while we tearing up the city uh, of Atlanta. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm really excited. Yes. It's gonna be an amazing weekend. Of course, there's, you know, after parties and all that stuff going on. It's just gonna be a good weekend. Yeah. Is it a little after party? I mean, mm. a, you know, we always got some kind of party going. Always. <laughs> Always. I know um, Heather King. I think she has two things going. I think she has a part, uh, a white, not a white party, but a, like a kind of a dress up party. Oh, okay. And then I think she has a a day a day party. On yeah, Saturday. I'm familiar yeah. with the day party. I don't think I've seen the invite for the white party yet. I, I don't. It's not. I don't think it's actually a white party. I just think I know because let me tell you something. When you tell me I got to put hard shoes on, what? <laughs> when you st- when I see that, <laughs> that's when I got to look again. Like what you mean? What you mean? <laughs> you I got to put hard shoes. Dress shoes on. I might have missed on? that one. But yeah, I think she sent it to me. But anyway, um, if I see it, I'll talk about it here in just a moment. Yes. Now, what's up, Chattanooga? Listen, yo. So the Iron Man in Chattanooga took place on Sunday. On the last, I believe it was Thursday they announced, or Friday they announced that the it was I think the water levels were too high and there was E. coli in the water. And so, because of that, they canceled the swim portion of the Ironman, 
which is a huge deal because Iron Man, I th- listen, Iron Man trained a thousand times harder than marathoners. Like, because not only are you doing a, th- a marathon, you're also doing swimming and biking. Like, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. So I know I know a good handful of people that their first full Ironman was going to be in Chattanooga, and they were not Caitlin. happy. Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Caitlin Nickus was one of them. Oh, okay. That was what that she was doing. That was her first uh-huh. full I mean, they've done Ironmans before, but yeah. a full Ironman. They do. Yeah. They, they have been doing half my yeah, Ironmans, so I this gotcha. was their first full. Uh-huh. So yeah, they were really sad, and I would be too. You trained so hard, but that's not the. I, I was looking it's not for the first. yeah, because I was yeah. looking for it because I think Chattanooga has canceled a swim before, mm-hmm. and I was looking for it. So I don't know. We might have you might have to cut Chattanooga out. Augusta I mean, seems to be a better spot. Yeah, for for your your first Ironman. Yeah, and, I mean I've been to an Ironman. I went to the Ironman Florida that was in Pensacola, and I was mm-hmm. like Sherpa. I was a Sherpa for somebody, right. and they canceled the swim. Yeah, and it was it wasn't because of E. coli. It was because it was they swam in the ocean and right. it was just crazy rough water. Right, so exactly. they canceled it. And I remember how you know even these seasoned you know Ironmen who had completed them before were all yeah. you know kind of. I mean, some of them were like good because yeah, it looked really crazy out there. Exactly. But and it was really cold that day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but some of them were like, yeah, I trained you know so hard because especially people who are not good swimmers. Exactly. They really train hard. Exactly. For the to swim. get up to par exactly. for that day. Yeah. Exactly, and then not to be able to do it, yeah. you know. Um, I saw Caitlin went and found a pool. I was just about to say that. So she went and found a pool to actually do it because in her mind she was like, "I'm going to do, I'm going to do this." So, which is you know, yeah. And I, I, I've seen there been a lot of comments and controversy. I don't want to say controversy. That's probably mm-hmm. like a harsh word. But around people that have done the swim, bike, and run of an Ironman, saying that if you didn't do the swim, you're not really an Ironman. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, well, that was gonna be my question. Okay. Because I was like, so are you an Ironman? Because you didn't. Because it's you know they put well for the half. I think it's seventy point three, and then for the full, it's one something. Forty something. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't complete. Now it's not your fault. You didn't right. complete it. But but you didn't. You didn't. Didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, my, I did a sprint um, triathlon, right. and they canceled the bike mm-hmm. because it had stormed so bad the night before mm-hmm. that they couldn't, you know, verify the course was safe right. and that sort of thing. So I feel like I haven't. I'm not a sprint, even though I finished the swim and I finished the run. I still don't consider myself to have done a triathlon. So I feel like you have trained up for it, but me personally, if it was me, and I'm going to speak for myself because mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anyone at yeah. all because I, I know that y'all train very hard to do whatever you, mm-hmm. for what you need to do for an Ironman. I would not consider myself that yeah. because I have not gone the distance to completely do it on race day altogether. Because yeah. that's the thing about it. You're doing three of those in the same day and yeah. you have a time limit. Like yes. your time limits are very strict. Yeah. So... That's my thing. So that's me. And so, like, I was I was telling my friend, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, so mentally now, what if you were just wanting to train for one Ironman? Now this is canceled. So now you got to do you it again. You got to pull it together. And that's exactly what people were doing at the one in Florida that I went to. Like, Jesus. They were pull- like, you have to pull yourself together to do another Ironman because wait, you know. It, it ain't just about pulling yourself together to do one. It's Iron the Man's are not cheap. They are like five hundred dollars. <laughs> they are crazy expensive. Yes, we think we're paying a lot. One ninety five for Dude, a race They're like five hundred dollars, and Easy. their gear, the bike, like the stuff that they have to get, is so much more expensive than, than just running a marathon. Getting it from wherever you live, like to wherever I mean, you are. When like, we go to run, bike. yeah. Oh, okay, let me throw my shoes in this bag. Right. No, you right. gotta figure out how my, you gonna get your my bike. Eighty hundred fifty dollars shoes. <laughs> exactly. Throw it in there. You exactly. gotta figure out your bike. That's just like. Um, the guy from, uh, oh Jesus, I'm drawing a blank on his, Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, drawing a blank on his name, I'm sorry. But he was in Italy. Got stung by a jellyfish. Yes, got stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. I mean, he finished that thing. Yeah, he, he finished. finished, yeah. So between him and Sweet, um, Kim Sweet, like mm-hmm. they travel all over to do Ironmans. And yeah. it's awesome. But it's like the money that they put in to be able yeah. to get back and forth. It's well, just crazy. if I was trained up for it, well, let me stop lying. No, I do not have five hundred dollars to be throwing at a damn race every yeah. other you know month. But yeah. I would probably do one big one like that a year, and then maybe do smaller ones. Yeah. But if I was that kind of trained, mm-hmm. yeah, I would want to go and do them in yeah. different places. I would want to well. do. I mean, I guess it's the same thing, yeah. or same yet different. The mm-hmm. same of it, of us wanting to go, yeah. to do the majors. You exactly. know, what I'm saying that are out of the country. So yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that was unfortunate when I saw mm-hmm. that, and then it it flashed me back because I, I can't. It was it had to be two years ago. And I 
was talking to a triathlete and I said, oh, I saw they might be canceling swimming. They made me stop talking because we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. Don't, they like, don't, 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 don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Exactly. Yeah. So that was for Chattanooga. But I mean, I will say, I mean, obviously the, the weather is not looking so hot for Chicago. I would be completely disappointed if I can't run on Sunday. Well, the only reason they would stop you is lightning. If it's lightning. Yeah. But that's what's in the forecast. So I'm hoping that it changed. I'll continue to send my prayers up. But I would be disappointed. 18 weeks. Yeah. I would be I mean, we can find you another. We can find you another uh, marathon. That ain't a problem. They out there, but do I, I mean, wanna... I mean, we, you just you whistling this out. What you need? What you need? <laughs> so yeah, but the medal. Did you see the medal for this year? It's very nice. Oh my I gosh, like it. It's so much better than last year. Well, the Chicago medals never have been that great. To They're kind of plain. Yeah, they yeah. always try to throw something from the city in there, and it yeah. doesn't really come out great. Yeah. It, it, I mean, this year was they actually stepped their game up. They did. I saw I, a lot I, of people I want to see the shirt because I like the shirt from last year. My yeah. shirt was yellow that the year I did it, and yeah. I didn't really like it that didn't much. Like it. And every actually, a lot of people complained about it at the mm-hmm. expo my year, but I like the shirt you guys got last year. So I'm interested to see what it looks like this year. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really excited. Let's do this <laughs> now. Um, for those of you now, I, I, if you listen to Shut Up Tommy, um, you know I'm a big Strava fan. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know what? Because we did we talk about how Strava has their little premium, yeah, we did we version did and all that. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So I I haven't been running or anything like that. Yeah, so we I had saw really... that you was on a bike and Look. now you done retired for whatever your situation is from running. You out there cycling though, do you think? Um, so but I hadn't been looking at Strava because I hadn't been running. Right. So I hadn't even really noticed that how many analytics they had taken away without mm-hmm. you paying for them. Right. And I noticed it when I, you know, I was like, so I found a way to, you know, I've got a little thing for my bike so I can keep it on there. Right. And I saw how many of the analytics, I was a little upset. I was like, oh wow, yeah, they did take a lot away. You have to pay for mm-hmm. to get a lot of things. But anyway, mm-hmm. I still am a fan of Strava. So Strava and um, Lululemon, mm-hmm. um, the really expensive place that sells running gear, um, <laughs> they are have teamed up again, which I love because the yes. last time I completed the challenge, I got some free clothes. Yes. So anytime you can give me some free, I think they were take $70 that, shorts, exactly. I, I will take, take them. It. So they have uh, done what's called a ghost run. Um, ghost run, they're doing 8Ks and they're doing them. Now it's all being tracked by Strava, but they found um, courses in quite a few cities, including Atlanta, San Francisco, um, New York City, uh, Pasadena, Santa Monica, Washington, D.C., Chicago, um, Philly, Edmonton, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, and Toronto. So those are all the cities that are going to be participating in this. Mm-hmm. Now, in Atlanta, I went and checked it out. So if you are from Atlanta or you're familiar with Atlanta, you know the Eastside Beltline. Yes. So it's basically, okay, there's a Lululemon store right there in Pont City Market. Correct. So basically, you're supposed to start there. Run up to the end where Crog Street Market is. Yes. Run up there, come okay. back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on the Beltline, you can kind of go off and get on Freedom Parkway. Yes, to the right. Yeah. So, you go up there, mm-hmm. run till you get to Highland. Okay. Turn back around, come back, get on the Beltline, run down to Pete, not all the way to Piedmont, but to that road at Monroe. Right, Monroe. And then 10. come back and finish in front of. Um, Pont City Market again. Okay, okay. So that's their 8K for Atlanta. But okay. basically what they're saying is um, you do that, you compare yourself to other runners. Now, Lululemon doesn't ever announce what they're going to give away. Right. Of course not. Because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I recommend, though, that you go sign up for this. You okay. can sign up at theghostrace.lululemon.com and um, go and run it if you can get to the belt line. I'm thinking I'm going to go up there on Saturday. Mm. And and do the run. Okay. And see what you get. What when do you have to get it done by? Like what's um, the time? Well, frame? Do you know? They said that I think it was a full month, but I'm not positive. Full month of October? I think so. Because okay. but they said they're gonna have the ghost race party, but they didn't say where. I'm guessing it's gonna be at that Ludo Lemon. Yeah, of course. Um on ten twenty. Okay. But no, actually I'm gonna lie. Nine days, that's what they said. From the first to the tenth. Okay. So it was it was nine days from today. That you had to finish it. Okay. So I want to say that's what it was, but just go to the website so you can confirm that. Yeah. Um, like I said, they're not saying what they're giving away, but I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend if you live in any of those cities, you sign up, go run it and see what you get. Because they usually come out with some pretty good stuff. Right. So I need to do that. Yeah. Let me know on Saturday when you go, because I'm not going to be able to crush it before. You won't be here. That's what I'm saying. I won't be able to do it before. Oh. But when I get back, I might be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just go run it because I don't. I mean, the time you they have gave to have Strava, and you, you have, have to have Strava. a time to complete it in, or you just have to. No, complete it just it. says complete it. It doesn't say anything about a certain time. Okay, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it on Strava. Listen, see, and now I'm thinking, 
it's it's got to match up with I guess their what they have on Strava. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the website, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about because they have it listed out on Strava the map. Y'all go check it out. Tommy keep dro- dropping these gems. Y'all tripping. I'm all Listen. about free free. I'm all about is it free or is it free? Is it free free? Is it <laughs> so? Uh, this Boston qualifying oh, time. Thank you for remembering Listen. that. Boston qualifying time. So so clearly the Boston Marathon is like the Super Bowl of runners. And to qualify to do Boston, to get into Boston is not a lottery. Like it literally is you have to run a particular time in order to even submit to be chosen yes. to run. So there's qualifying standards um, for you to run for your age group and for male or female. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to Boston... They always say there has to be like a buffer or there is a certain amount of time that you have to beat your qualifying time. So mm-hmm. say, for instance, um, my qualifying time for my age is 320. Yeah. Right. So on the website, it says 320. Right. But in order for me to even get an inkling of a chance, uh-huh. I have to basically run at 315. Okay. It's basically what it is. So you have to be able to not only meet the standards. So, of course, if you meet the standards. You're that young. What? You got to run 315. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you were that young because that's... How, how old do you think I am? <laughs> I don't know. I was throwing you, out there at the time. I you... don't know what my time is. <laughs> okay, I thought that was... I would time. qualify when I'm 90. Okay? <laughs> I was just throwing out a time to give okay. an example. Okay. I should find what my time would be. Oh, I know my time. Which 325. Time? Okay, well, there you go. That's the qualifying time. Right. But I got to run a, probably a three. Like you said, 315. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. they did announce was for the 2020 Boston mm-hmm. Marathon, you have to run four minutes and forty four minutes and fifty-two seconds better than your qualifying time to even basically even be thought about. Okay, so what kind of sense does that make? Because I, I I understand what they're doing. Right. It's so many people entering that they need to put a buffer up there. I get it, but it's like why just not adjust the the, the standards in general? Why do you have to put this extra buffer out there? So, I guess, you know, like you said, what they do is... There's a difference between yeah. qualifying. There's a difference between really, really qualifying. Really? Did you qualify? Or, <laughs> or did, did you qualify? Qualify. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you see people with Boston shirts, Boston qualify. Did, did you qualify? Or did you qualify? Because there's a difference between that. 450, like 452 mm-hmm. is what their standard is. And I'm sure that people are like, okay, five minutes. Like, yeah. five minutes or better. Over my standard time is what I need to do to get an entry. Exactly. Because there's so many people that are getting declined and they've qualified, but it's still not enough to get in. And the thing is, I guess, if they actually set the qualifying times to what it needs to be to keep the right amount of people in there. Right. Nobody would be. I mean, it would really all be elites. Yeah. It would would just be an elite race. Yeah, it would just be all elites running the race. So um, definitely, um, I, I see why they're doing it, but... It sounds like I need to keep going. Actually, here's mine. Mine okay. actually would be, well, in a month. Mm-hmm. It would. It's 3.30. Right now, it's 3.30. Okay. I would need to be, as a woman, I was running, about to say. I would need to be running a 3.30, and that means that I would be need to run need to run a 3.25 marathon. Because I was like, when you said 3.15, I'm like, what are I you? I was just throwing something out there 22? to give example. What? I was trying to make sure for the people that <laughs> okay. don't know. And a, a good example. <laughs> but as a woman in my age group, mm. I right now would have to be running a 3.30. As you can see, I study it very much. Yeah. I study it hard. Well, I ain't studying... <laughs> Because that's like, that's yeah, it's like my half marathon. Well, I mean, I saw so many people that were like <laughs> upset about yeah, it and things like that. Several people yes. were upset. Um, I know a lot of people that got the, you know, the letter, the Dear John letter. Yes. Thanks for trying. Thanks for trying. But no. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, really fast people that I know. Like, like Patrick, he keeps posting that y'all not going to keep. Like people are like, all right, y'all keep rejecting me. Watch me. Watch what I do. <laughs> I mean, and for some people, that's that's ammo for them. They're yeah. like, let's go. Like, you want to yeah. keep rejecting me. I'm going to bust this time wide open plus some. So well, I mean, it's all about, I mean, and I wrote to um, this guy named Matt. Um, I actually interviewed him when he was on one I had. Shut He's up, Tommy. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Matt's a really cool guy. And, he you know, is. he did it. I put on his thing, you know, like, dude, we run for challenges. Yeah. This is just another challenge. This is just another challenge. Yeah. That's and why we run. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, people put their bodies through a lot. I mean, um, Roy. Yeah. Went out to, where did he go? Phoenix? And the elevation got to him. Yeah, the elevation got to him. And I mean, Roy definitely should be a person that can qualify for Boston. He's definitely that type of runner. 
honor. Yes. And it just, everything got to come together. Yeah, but it's all about race day. Like, you never know. I was talking to Miriam this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was telling her how my IT band acted up for Chicago. And she was like, but you know what, India, if it wasn't your IT band, it would have been the weather. Like, you never know yeah. because it was so humid and hot. Yeah. So you never know on race day what happens, the elements, anything can happen. Yeah. So, so true. So yeah, true. so people are pushing. I, I did read, I, I run, I follow someone. Um, her Instagram handle is run for prs run mm-hmm. the number four prs um and she's a, she's a really big run coach and she was explaining she was like for the people that i'm coaching please do not if you have so people are trying to qualify in chicago people yeah. are trying to qualify soon don't adjust your race goals right now you have a year to get it together so don't adjust your race goals now mm-hmm. like it's too late in the game to be going out you don't want to hurt yourself in the process so don't go out and try to adjust your race goals now you have another year to figure out before 2020, you know, qualifying to get that time down. So good luck to everybody. And for those that do charity to get in, because that's the other way that you can get in is that you can try to get through with charity. Which is, yeah, I mean, get that Boston medal, whatever way you can, any means necessary. Exactly. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a lot of of money. So um, I'd give all. I'm thinking about volunteering and just slipping one of my jackets. Is that what you're doing? I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, like like I'll get ready to put on you. I I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you, Tommy. No, for you? No, it's No, 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 no. I don't know you. Oh. It's on my it's, if it's on my my metal rack. Really? Who's gonna question me? I, you need to question yourself. How about that? <laughs> and I said that D A T. How about that? You need to question yourself. Lord. Anyway, with yes. that, it's, it's time to bring our guest on. It is. So we're gonna bring her on her right now. And we are back with the Run Duo, Hello. and we have a great guest with us today. How you doing, Jerry? Hi, I'm fine, thanks. Okay, Jerry, I'm going to let you pronounce your full name just because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> it's Jerry Villarreal. And Jerry, why are you famous? T- tell us tell us why we wanted to interview you today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> okay, well, I am a triathlete. I am a mother of three, and I work full-time in information technology. And I um, also compete in triathlons. And I compete while covered, so I wear hijab um, during all of my training and all my competitions. Oh, nice. Okay, wow. So how many triathlons have you completed at this point? Oh, man. I thought I know all the answers to these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Pop I quiz. Know. Pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> On average, I do about eight or nine, and this is um, I'm finishing up my third year. Okay. okay, so this is third year uh, training, and I can't. I mean, I I kind of, and I don't know if I found you or you found me. I know when I was doing my other podcast, Shut Up Tommy. I think that's when I started noticing you on Instagram. Um, and you know, of course, you always have great pictures of yourself. You know, fully covered training. You know, competing in triathlons. And I was looking at your Instagram and see. I'm getting ready to pop quiz you again. I was looking at your Instagram, oh, no. and it says urban farmer. What? What's an oh, urban yeah. farmer? <laughs> It is literally a person that farms in the city. So um, I uh, bought a vacant lot from the city and started farming it like a regular farm, like that produces produce um, and eggs and um, and meat for from chickens. <laughs> really? So you have chickens yeah. in a lot, and you you live in Chicago. No, I live in St. Louis. St. Louis, I'm sorry, St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. You live in St. Louis City, and you have a farm with chickens. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the city. Yeah. Now. In the I, middle of the city. In the middle of the and city. Sometimes I have chickens, and sometimes I don't. Because I live in the middle of the city. I'm about to say because I, I lived in St. Louis for I used to work for uh, MCI, and they moved me up there, and I lived in St. Louis for a couple of years, and I I just don't think chickens can. Survive in the middle of St. Louis. I just right. that's very very odd. But congratulations on that. That's that's a whole nother podcast we might have to call you about. Have people taken your chickens before? Have they taken? I'm, I'm sorry, what? Have they taken your chickens? Um, usually it's um alley cats take them, but but um also I mean I would imagine people take them, but because I don't always find bodies. So I usually for alley cats I find bodies. Um, from people I've 
but I just don't, I'm missing a chicken. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow. Okay. Well, like I said, that's, that's another podcast I might have exactly. to call you That'll be call another you conversation. About. <laughs> now, um, let, let's get into the real reason I wanted to interview you. Um, now, <laughs> let's start from the beginning. So, like you said, you run, train, covered. So, yes. when you first, like three years ago, I'm guessing you were, you were already Muslim, correct? Okay, so when you first talk, thought about starting to do triathlons, and, and, and I mean, I'm guessing from the beginning you knew you had to be covered, what went through your mind? What, what did, what did you de- how did you decide to do this, and was there any guidance? Like, do you know anybody else that's doing this that kind of gave you advice? How did you get into it? Um, well, I had started running a couple of years before that, and I really never considered myself a runner or an athlete or anything like that um so i started with that and then once i was you know pretty much successful with it i, I did a couple of marathons and i felt pretty confident that you know with enough training i could pretty much do anything and um i spoke with a friend of mine a friend of my family and she just said she was going to start doing triathlon and i'm like i don't even know what that is and she explained it <laughs> And I was just like, well, you can swim, right? And I'm like, yeah, I can swim. And, um, I mean, I thought I could swim at that point. I, I really didn't know what I was talking about. But, um, and you know, I had the running down, and so I just had to learn how to bike again. I hadn't biked since I was 13. But, you know, she was in her 60s, and she said, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And so I figured, yeah, I, I like taking all these challenges. So that felt like a challenge to me. So I wanted to go ahead and, and try it. Oh, wow. Nice. So you were saying you were running before that. So what distances were you running, you know, before you got into doing triathlons? Um, I started, like, at the beginning doing 5Ks and um, and just kind of progressed to half marathons, and I never went past half marathons. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So you, you that was kind of the – did you stop just because, look, I don't need to do a marathon, or did you hadn't just worked your way <laughs> up to it yet, or what was the reason you stopped at half marathons? Um, the reason I, I just thought the half marathon was I, I really enjoyed the half marathon distance. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, I could walk and I could go and eat and I'd be happy. And um, and really, like at that point, um, you know, people kept telling me that I, I needed to do a marathon, and I didn't understand how I need to do that. Um, I just, I really, right? They said, "Well, you've done a half marathon. Now you need to do a marathon." And need to do anything i'm just gonna you know i do whatever makes me happy and that that half distance really made me happy and i had a really good time doing it so that's why i kept doing that but um but yeah i mean i think i think now i'm ready for it but then uh not 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 so much (laughs) now just to verify (laughs) as far as triathlon so have you you've done the 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 full iron man or the half iron man i have done the half iron man um and in 2019, holding my first full Ironman. Oh, okay. So what are you signed up for, for your full? Well, I haven't signed up yet because it's not open yet, but um, I'm going to do Arizona. Oh, Ironman nice. Arizona. Yeah, okay. I'm really excited. Yeah. So where's the, so in that, in, in where in Arizona does that take place? Um, Tempe, Arizona. Okay. So it's a lake, I guess you're swimming in? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, good luck with that. Yes. We'll definitely be looking looking Thank out for you, you for you mm-hmm. on that. Now, when you were and, and once again, I'm just assuming when you were running, you were running covered as well, correct? Yes. Okay. So, where do you get your gear from to to run covered like that? Because I mean, if anybody goes to your Instagram, you you are completely covered from head to toe. So, okay. where do you get your gear mm-hmm. from? Um, that works for, you know, being so athletic. Now, you know, like I know you can get a long sleeve shirt, but, you know, the other things that you need to wear, yeah. where, where do you get that from? Yeah. Um, I found a company that I really like. Um, it's called Nashada, and they're in Malaysia, and they make uh, modest hijab wear for, for women. So it, that one has been very, very helpful to me um, as far as having enough uh, different types of pieces that I can work with to um, to compete in triathlon, but with running, I mean, I just really started when I started running. I started running in like the hijab that I wear, like Every to work, <laughs> you know, just like anything. Right. <laughs> it was super hot, but you know, yeah. 
I just wore what I could find. But I was so thankful when I found Nishada. Now there's a lot of other companies, too, mm-hmm. that are getting into it. But um, I like their whole line. And in Malaysia, you know, there's like 99% Muslim. So it's, um, that's why they have a lot of a lot of sportswear there. Right. Now, I know that Nike did launch. I'm a Nike fanatic. (laughs) So I know that they did launch a hijab from Nike and it was a big thing and they did a lot of advertisement. Do you know anybody or have you tried theirs or is is that something you're interested in or not really? Yeah, I have not tried it. I'm not necessarily interested in trying it. Um, It is it's it looks um, expensive and uh, it's not. It doesn't necessarily suit my needs as far as coverage, but um, if it helps women, I'm I'm very happy for them. Um, there's a lot of companies that's been that have been doing it for a very long time and perfecting it, and um, I'm kind of surprised that Nike's so late to the game. Actually, right? Yeah. Now the coverage piece is it? Does it look like it doesn't have enough coverage for your life? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I like a little bit more chest coverage. Um, sometimes, and, um, I I like stuff that's a little more fitting, like around, so it doesn't, it doesn't move around that much. So, yeah, it looks like it's going to move, and from what I've heard, it does move a lot, like it shifts a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I like to not feel like I have anything on my head, and a lot of times I don't think about having anything on my head so understandable okay yeah i I could definitely understand that now with trying to balance you know your religious commitments with your athletic commitments how does that work because i've 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 read a couple of your blogs and you're very good about giving advice and that sort of thing but how do you handle it and just in case there's somebody else listening that's maybe thinking of doing the same thing um how do i balance them gosh um i think basically i start with you know, my, my faith and I start there and then everything else falls around it. Um, you know, Islam is very, I don't know. It just, it seems to work well with what I'm trying to do. And I think if I start in like start with my spirituality first, that everything just kind of falls into place. Um, you know, with morning prayers and stuff, that's, that's like the best way to start your day. So, and it doesn't always fall at the right time when you're doing triathlons and you got to get up at 4 a.m. and then you have a prayer in the middle of it, but that's fine. I mean, I when I did the Chicago triathlon, I um, had to pray. You know, when I got there, I got my bike there, got everything situated, and then I was just like, okay, time to go find a place to pray mm-hmm. so I don't miss my morning prayer. Um, but, I mean, and I felt really great. I mean, it's a really calming to do that, like right before a triathlon, you know, because you're all stressed out and this kind of takes you out of a different place. But, um, yeah, I just, I find it like a great place to start. It's just like start with, with, um, kind of my devotion to God and then everything else just kind of falls into place. Uh, and I completely, I completely understand that. I did read, I know like recently, okay. And this is all the rage I know on Instagram right now of (laughs) questions, like people can send you questions or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think somebody sent you a question about, um, like how do other people's in your, in your faith feel about you, you know, you're, you're, you know, running and and training covered up. And I think you said that you have some (laughs) people that say you're not covered enough. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> which is very surprising because I mean I don't know how much more you could be covered because if anybody goes to her Instagram she's completely covered when she's running so so who are the I mean like when you get comments like that what do you think um well you know I'm not one to like to be told how to do most things you know dress mm-hmm. or you know live my life but um so I usually uh, I try to be respectful because I mean I think actually telling me how to is pretty disrespectful but I back with the respectful tone and kind of just say you know that this is a choice this is a choice that I've made and that you know if they have a problem with the way that I dress I suggest that they lower their gaze which mm-hmm. is something that we always say to men oh, um, okay you, know, you you have to you there's a it's, it's like a there's a it's like a partnership here I mean you can see me too, but if you find something that's offensive or alluring or whatever, then you need to look away. That's your part of it. My part is to 
I have to do, you know? So you're on my page. You don't like the way that I look, then I think that's really hilarious. Let me help you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I completely understand. So I will. Yeah, so I will lower your gaze by blocking you. Right. And then you never have to see me again. <laughs> there, there you go. You out with that <laughs> so that's kind of the same in all religions, right, I guess. Exactly. We all, okay, yeah, well, let me yeah. go ahead and block you, lower you and you will be religion. much better. Right, you will be good. So I guess, how does it work in regards to the swim part, portion of the triathlons, um, being that you are you know, because of your faith coverage is a big thing for you. And it's, it's, it's something that's mm-hmm. needed. How does that work? And I think more so because I know I've seen, and I don't follow triathlon sport as much as I probably could. Um, but I, I know that there are some triathlons that they're very specific on. If you can wear a wetsuit, the type of swim that you swim, that you swim suit that you can wear in the water. So I kind of, how does that work for you? Um, so basically, um, I love wetsuit legal races because then I don't have to think about anything. I just go there and put on my wetsuit and I have all my clothes underneath and I'm, and I'm good to go take it off my wetsuit and I just go. But, um, whenever it's not a wetsuit legal, then I have a conversation with the race director or their, um, whoever they have as their, um, I call them like, um, the official, the, mm-hmm. the race official. And I'll mention to them that I need a religious exemption because I will be running covered throughout the race, including the swim. Um, and there is a rule that you cannot be covered from elbow to wrist and from knee to ankle or knee to foot, I guess, basically. So b- below the knee, you can't be covered. So um, I need an exemption for that. And I just usually have to show them that I'm using material and not um, and not using neoprene, so there's no like um, benefit mm-hmm. from being covered. It's mm-hmm. just me being covered. Right. So, um, so it's just a conversation. It's one that I'd rather not have <laughs> every yeah. single race that yeah. I want to do, but right. but you know it it happens, and um, I've never run into an issue, and everyone's been pretty, um, I mean, not not pretty, just like very um, respectful and very accepting of me wanting to do that. But, um, I mean, and, and I've done races in Colombia. It wasn't an issue and in Mexico and it wasn't an issue at all. Okay, good. I was just about to ask, had you run into anyone that you've you know had any concerns with? So that's great that you're being respected in that aspect for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Even with my, you know, kind of crappy, Spanish. My Spanish is not that great. <laughs> <laughs> so try to explain that. Uh, <laughs> right. Don't uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I know exactly where you're coming from on that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew just enough for them to understand right. what I was trying to say. Good. Good. Well at least you could do that. <laughs> Now, yeah. <laughs> um and, and and of course, you know, it, it it one of the reasons I did want to talk to you was about that. But also I want to talk to you because, you know, you are a person that went from running to triathlons, which is something that I think every runner at some point thinks, "Hey, maybe if I learn to swim, I can become a a triathlete." <laughs> and what would your advice be? Like because right now I'm actually kind of in that that situation well just because I have it, I was hurt and so I couldn't run for a while. So I'm kind of starting from scratch with the running anyway. So I said, well, let me just go ahead and throw the bike and the, the swim in there since I'm going to be, you know, you know, building up anyway. What I've been having a problem with, I'm so used to running every day, not running every day, like running, mm-hmm. then biking, and then, you know, I haven't really added the swim, but, you know, you add the swim in there. How was, how, in the yeah. beginning, how do you handle that? I mean, did, did, that, did that bother you that you weren't, you know, did you feel like your running was going bad because you're not running every day, that sort of thing? Kind of kind of tell us about that part of it. Um, yeah, no, I didn't feel like that because I, I felt like I had so much to learn. Um, so I really like, um, I like plans and charts. <laughs> I like uh, lists and all, all those things that, that kind of people use for organization. I just use it for motivation. Like I love checking things off and I love – making plans and things like that. So as long as I'm checking boxes and checking off um, anything, then I'm, I'm good. So what I would just basically do is threes. I would um, do uh, training days on uh, swimming, three bikes, three runs. And of course that meant that um, several days I have to double up, but um, 
and I just, I just, I, I was never bored. I was always, um, always doing something and always learning something and always progressing. So mm-hmm. that kind of kept me motivated, even if, you know, maybe I run my fall off a little bit, you know, I'm not running, I'm definitely not running as fast as I used to run, but, um, you know, but I can bike like crazy. So like that, that's just like, that's like something that's so exciting to me. And, you know, and, and swimming, I mean, I just where I came from swimming and where I am now, it's just like, wow, it's so amazing. So there was just like so much lesson. It was just kind of like, it was okay because, you know, with the running every day, it, there, there was a purpose. Like I was always looking to be faster or better or um, more conditioned or whatever. But um, now I have three sports mm-hmm. to think that, you know, to, to think about. And that just got me, you know, busy of like, okay, well, I actually took time off my 100 and I did, um, you know, and I'm now I can bike, you know, this distance. And, you know, I start off like biking probably two miles. And I was like, whew, that's a lot, you know. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's like that was just like me learning. And it's, it's great because like, you always have to start somewhere. It's like, uh, you know, you had to start at a 5K before you got to a half marathon. True. So okay. Well, um, now I and you know a lot of people go from running to doing triathletes. A lot of people run. Not a lot of people start blogs about it because I did kind of read through your blogs, and you're very good. You give a lot of advice. You give recipes. You do race reports. What made you start? You know, to take it to the next step and start doing the blog. Um. Well, I started off wanting to just kind of capture information for myself so that if I look back, I could um. I could kind of see where I came from and see what my mindset was at a certain time. But um, also, you know, of course, I figure there's got to be at least one person out there somewhat like me that's going through something that, you know, and doing something that could gather or gain at least a little bit of, I don't know, inspiration or some commisery (laughs) with doing (laughs) some of this. And, um, you know, we can kind of, kind of uh, learn from each other things. So I just wanted to kind of put something out there that hopefully gets some information. Okay. So, well, I mean, and I do appreciate because, like I said, I did go through and read, um, you know, a couple of your blog posts, and, you know, they're very informative because um, you do advice like things like how to get through morning, you know, workouts and, you know, things like that. So that's definitely something that every – person not just triathletes uh runners anybody in fitness could definitely use that advice that i you know some of the things that i do to make my day easier because it didn't happen like one day i just woke up and say hey you know what i'm gonna wake, wake up at 4 a.m and i'm gonna start my day and i'm gonna go to the gym and be there by five o'clock um it's just you know the first couple of times i was either not there on time overslept or i was late you know there was or, you know, I get there and I have wrong shoes. Oh, get there and have no work shoes. <laughs> like, I would always, like, mix up my work shoes and my cycling shoes. And, you know, so this way I just was able to put something all together that hopefully people could, um, could like, use and just, like, get it right the first time. Like, learn from all my mistakes <laughs> just kind of and kind of um, be able to be successful, like, getting started. Because I, I know how it is, like, when you – when you start anything, it's really hard. It's always hard when you start. Then one day you look back and you're like, well, I don't know. I've just been doing it like this forever. And, it's, you know, and people are thinking, oh, gosh, you just got it all together. No, no, you don't. I don't have it all together. But And I didn't have it all together, you know, like months and years ago. So um, that's why I just wanted to have something that was that I could, like, point to and uh, say, hey, this is how you do it. You know, this is how I do it, at least. You know, it may be. Maybe you would gain some knowledge from this, or maybe you could get a couple of tips and apply it to your life. Maybe it'll work. Right. And I think that was kind of what my question was, like, how do you balance? So when you introduced yourself, it was, you know, wife, mom, you know, triathlete, full-time mom, like full-time work. Like, how do you balance all that? Like, what... I guess what has been kind of like your rhythm um, to be able to do all of that, still have the energy? Um... Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I do. Um, what I <laughs> so I schedule out every hour of my day, um, and when I I look for like magic moments of times when I just I, like 
there usually times where I'm not doing anything at all. Like I'm watching TV or sitting down, staring in space or something. And those are times that I can capture and move stuff into. So, um, so I've just over time scheduled print things around those times that just didn't really, that they're just literally like times that I, like time that I waste. Mm. And I, I schedule like drive time to get places, um, everything that I have to do, but then I'm able, I mean, I'm able to plug in like lots of time for training. Um, and I plug in time for family and I plug in time to send, um, you know, like text messages to my friends just to let them know I'm alive. Cause during training wow. season, it's just like, <laughs> like where are you? Right. <laughs> but, yeah, because they got mad at me after, like, the first year. They're like, man, you're nowhere. I never see you. So, <laughs> at least at least now, you know, I'm, like, kind of conscious of it. And I'm like, you know, send a, hey, what's up, mom? I love you, you know, text message or um, just all those little things. That, you know, you have to schedule the time so that your people are happy, so that you get stuff accomplished, and that you can get your training in. Nice dedication dedication and being organized <laughs> sounds like what you really have to have time management organization dedication and obviously your faith is huge so yeah yeah now jerry and because i've been talking about your blog uh, a lot so is there anything you know as we kind of wrap this up is there anything that we didn't ask you or anything that you want to say to our audience um about your training about your faith anything at all no <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, can't. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Um, can I mention my sponsors? Yes, exactly. Yes. That's what this yes. time is for. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to do most of the things that I'd like to do um, if it wasn't for my sponsors. And um, I have really awesome sponsors like Alaya Coconut Water, um, and they have a pure organic coconut water that I use uh, for competing and training instead of an um, instead instead of synthetic electrolyte solutions. So, uh, because I'm an urban farmer and I really am kind of strict with what I put in my body, I try to go as natural as possible. So. I thought that was a great fit for me, and they're very supportive of me. And so is uh, Lily Trotters, and they do compression socks, and I love compression um, for recovery. I'm big on recovery. I do yoga for recovery. I do. I use a complex um, for recovery, so the compression socks are great for recovery, and, and they have been extremely supportive of me. Great, yeah, I have seen you uh, show the uh, the coconut water, so I have seen that one. Um, well, that that's great. Now, if somebody wants to follow you, read your blog, you know, you know, see you on Instagram. Can you give us like your Instagram um, handles. handles as well as any kind of social media that you want to tell us about? Yes, absolutely. They should totally follow me on Instagram at um, at uh, modestly trying. So it's modestly M O D S M O D E S T L Y T R I dot I N G, and um, that's on Instagram and Facebook, and um, my blog is modestlytrying dot com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I definitely am following you. Um, and we, it's very good to hear all of the great understandings of how you do everything. Listen, that's very inspiring. I'm not a triathlete, but whoo. It's inspiring. You're not a triathlete yet. Exactly. Yes, Tell her. Everybody keeps saying. Tell her. <laughs> I was like, the right patch is runner and then triathlete. We'll see. I do want to bike, so we'll see. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yes. gosh. Well, Jerry, I do want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Busy day. Yes. Um, I am going to put a request in um, for a, a um, broiling uh, chicken. I need a. Uh, chicken for uh, the coming holidays. So, um, if you got one that's a little plump, Just you a know, little a little plump, uh, go ahead and pluck him, and I'll come. I'll come scoop him from under from under the arch. Okay. <laughs> right. Ooh, but really, I do want to thank you for taking time of your day to speak with us. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. You have a good one. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Bye.
Oh my gosh, what a great yes, interview she was. Interview. Oh, once again, thank you, Jerry, for taking time out of your day to speak with us. Yes, yes. So, we've come <laughs> to the end of another great episode. Yes, episode 13. It was wonderful. Wonderful. And of course, I want to say good luck thank in you. Chi-Town. I appreciate it. You're going to do wonderful. We're going to track you. Everybody track Ooh, her. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Take the wheel, Jesus. Jesus Take the wheel. <laughs> Yes. Now, Thank you India, for all the love. Uh, yes. if they need to follow you on Instagram, how do they do that? Yes, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore indigo, E N D I G O underscore runs. And I also have a blog that you can follow me on milesfromindia.com. Um, Miles from India. Um, and if you would like to email me um, and have any requests or anything of that nature, milesfromindia at gmail.com is where you can find me. Perfect. And of course, if you want to find me, you can DM me on my Instagram page at tmitch68. Of course, we have the Run Duo Instagram, so yes. you can DM us there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, what another great, episode. wonderful episode. Yes. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that listens. Yes. We really, really appreciate it. You got you could do so much other things with your time, mm-hmm. but you take time out of your day to listen to us. So thank you for that. I truly, truly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're coming into town for the race, hey, look at for me at the expo. I'm going to be there pretty much all day. Of course, me and India are going to be on a panel. Yes. Look out for us. Come and say hello. Come say hey. Yes. What's up? What you doing? We might record you and put you on the show. Yes. Get your 15 minutes of fame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, holler at us. Yes, holler at us for sure. Yeah. But this has been the Run, Run Duo. Duo. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Have a good one, guys.